Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning from a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Target field. Dave Schwartz alongside Pete Najarian, Charlie Weiss back in the studio. Good morning to you both. I wish I wish I could show you this. I have to be honest. Normally I'm doing the, the show from home, as you know, and I'm in my basement and looking out a very small window. Today they have us they have me in the press box where I haven't been in probably two years, overlooking I, I'm literally right behind home plate, and this is absolutely beautiful. This ballpark it reminds you every now and then that really we are spoiled with Target Field. Good morning to you guys. How, Pete, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's, I'm in Minnesota. I'm not there with you. I was planning on trying to get down there. I just uh, I got caught up. There's too many things going on. And <laughs> doing your mulching project, right? Were you mulching, a lot of mulching yesterday? Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a lot of projects going on. Yesterday, yeah. I'll tell you what, I was out there for about a solid eight hours. And it was wow. uh, a, a lot of work that needed to be done. I did about uh, maybe six yards of mulch. And then I was cow. doing some cutting and doing some stuff with the pool and the whole thing. And I love doing it, but I'll tell you what, it is a lot of work. It's a workout for you. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, you could have done a seventh yard if you want to come down. I have a bit of mulching uh, that I'm sure my wife would love for me to get done. I'm not a, um, I'm not a yard work guy. I'm not a gardening guy. I'm a, I like to mow the lawn, although I've, uh-huh. I've uh, given that duty up to my son now, and he does a great job of it. And he loves it for the same reason I did. It's very therapeutic. There's something yep. very nice about just – going up and down your lawn and getting progress done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you nice. can make it look like the Twins field, it's even better. So uh, that's, well, <laughs> that's Which is incredible. The, the, the crew is out right now working on the field as the Twins. Uh, they host the Guardians today at 110 is first pitch. I'll be here. Actually, I'm coming to watch the game today with my family, so uh, excited to see our first game at Target Field of the season. The, the field is incredible. I'm always amazed at how good of a job they do here, but also – just how much of a project it is to get this thing looking ready. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people on the field right now, and they're just watering. I mean, they're just <laughs> figuring out, you know, and they have some. There's a contraption on the field right now. I don't even know what it does. That's how, I mean, it looks like a lawnmower, but it's not a lawnmower. It's, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Uh, the Twins, though, uh, they suffer a tough loss here yesterday, uh, despite the fact uh, that Sonny Gray had, a, had another pretty nice outing. Mm-hmm. I'm a little – there's a couple of things that bothered me about this one, Pete, and and uh, not the least of which is the way the loss came um, because that – and I've said all along, and I'll, I'll stick with this, I'm still not overly concerned about where this team is going to finish. They're still way up in the standings. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of baseball left to be played. 
but they're still way up in the standings and and it does the central really i think at this point is is theirs for the taking if you can say that uh what 60 almost 60 games into the season but what bothered me is that it's a it's an old refrain that we've heard many times with many old of the of the older twins teams where starting pitching is good and then uh oh you get to 7 and it's and that's when the issues come in and that's what kind of disturbed me a little bit about yesterday and so i'm curious to see that joe ryan goes today uh, and he's just had a phenomenal season but i'm interested to see if they can get past this and what what rocco baldelli is going to do to get past it well and and the biggest problem that i see is um you're right you get deeper into the pitching but we've got three guys that have done an outstanding job this year i know the era for lopez is a little bit higher mm-hmm. but uh but I think overall, he, he's delivered pretty well for us. Sonny Gray's done an outstanding job. Joe Ryan's done a great job. But it's our bats. You know, if, if you really look at, at, at what we're doing, we're all or none. We're either yeah. hitting home runs or, or complete strikeouts. I, we, you know, we're, what are we? I think, I, I think we're the very bottom for strikeouts in the entire major league. If it's not, not we're great. Least, yeah, we're <laughs> close to great. second to the bottom, whatever it is. But, you know, that's been a, a, a real problem, I think, for the Twins for this entire year. And it's interesting because you look at where we are, and we are just over 500. And, and what do we look like for the last 10 games? We're just over 500. Yeah. So this is who we are, at least for now. And until we can get more consistency with the bats, you know, against the Astros, we put up eight runs. That's a pretty good game. You yeah. go against the Guardian, you put up seven runs. Pretty good game. Then we get shut out. Then we only put up two. And, you know, that's kind of the way it's gone. It's, it's, it's all or none. And it's, uh, you know, that's become a problem. We just don't have the consistency at the, at the plate. And yesterday, in turn, you know, th- there's been issues with leaving runners on base. Yeah. Yesterday, Cleveland left way more on base than, than the Twins did. I think it was like 11. They left 11 on yesterday. Uh, and the Twins only left on a couple, but that just tells you they didn't have uh, guys in scoring position yesterday, <laughs> which which is a bit of an issue. But by the way, did you see? So I will, um, because I'm I'm uh, a shameless uh, in Lee and in, in always making sure that the truth is out there. And I was wrong, right? I've been saying for weeks now, don't call up Royce Lewis, don't call him up. I just <laughs> want to make sure he's ready. Uh, he's been outstanding. The the play he made yesterday, and it was early in the game where he stabs that thing at third and makes the throw across. This guy looks every bit as ready as as he can be. And so I will be the first to admit I was a 1,000% wrong on Royce Lewis not coming up. He's hit well. He's played well. And to be completely honest, they need him. I mean, they just – they need the depth that's going to happen. You know, Joey Gallo's been trying to play through injuries, and now um, he, he missed yesterday because they finally decided that, listen, it's great that you want to try to play through a hamstring injury. I believe it's a hamstring, uh, but, but you're not going to be able to, and we, we finally have to sit you down. So uh, interesting game today. I, I'm really I'm, I'm excited uh, to see Joe Ryan pitch in person because I have not seen him pitch in person yet, and I, I just – I'm really. This is my first ball game today where the pitch clock is, and I'm really interested to see how much quicker this game goes. That'll be fun. Yeah. I, I'm going to defend you though, Dave. Uh, Go ahead, you defend s- me. When you say, <laughs> "Thank you, Pete." Well, when you say that uh, a thousand percent wrong, I, that, that's really not true. What you and I both said, and, and so I'm putting myself in the same camp with you. But what yeah. we said was, he needs to be healthy. Don't rush him if he's not ready. 
And and I think that they they could see what he was able to do, and we're seeing it in front of our very eyes right now. So I think they were trying to be patient, um, but they must have felt that he was all the way back, and what he's done so far looks like he is all the way back. And he he is just a, a, a phenom. He's going to be a fun guy to watch. Yeah. Let's hope like heck that he can stay healthy because – that is the key to Royce Lewis right now. He is a baller. He is a player. And and you know what? The guy stepped up immediately and, and it was a very big contributor. Guy's already got two home runs. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's not so bad for a guy who's played in five games, right? So Yeah, right. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and he looks the part, right? I mean, we, we talked yep. about this with his pitching uh with his hitting rather in, in the minors, is that he mm-hmm. looked like he was on every pitch, and he still does. He he clearly has a phenomenal eye for the ball. I mean, the the, yeah. the kid can just he can hit. He's fast, um, and and so what I hear you saying is that we weren't actually wrong. We just didn't have enough information available to us mm-hmm. to make the correct assummption. How's right. that sound for not, yeah. for not saying? <laughs> imagine if you're in a fight, in an argument with your spouse, and no, you're, you're not wrong. You just don't have the right amount of information to make the correct assumption. That's not going to work at the at the homeware. <laughs> You'd have to do a would. lot more mulching to get out of that hole. Let me tell you, buddy. Let me tell you. Uh, we would love to hear from you today. Always uh, welcome to hear from you today on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. I'm going to say the number, number slower. My kids who listen regularly told me that I – I give the number two quickly. The City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line, 651-461-9226. Give us a call. Give us a text. We will take your calls all morning. We'll talk a little bit more about the Twins. Is there something that concerns you about this Twins ball club? We'd love to hear from you as well on the City's One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Coming up next, the Gophers miss out on a pretty big Gopher basketball team misses out on a pretty big recruit this week. What does this mean for Ben Johnson and the team? We'll discuss that next. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle, 1021 on a beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, I teased that we were going to talk about Gopher basketball. We'll do that in the next hour because I do want to talk about, Pete, and I know you do too, the uh, Gopher football schedule was released this week. Um, Boy, I'll tell you, if you ever thought that this year's schedule was a little bit lighter. Hmm. This schedule coming up in 2024, boy, I'll tell you, it is it is not easy at all, right from the get-go. It's brutal. I, I mean, when you look across and you you get the, the Thursday night game, it's going to be interesting. New coach, uh, has he done a good enough job in the offseason? It's not a lot of time, but to flip around Nebraska, at least to some degree, because they certainly have struggled, but... Then what, what I look at is that third game of the year when we have to go down to North Carolina. Yeah. I, I'm sure when we scheduled that one, Dave, we thought, you know what, we're going to go down there. We'll probably have a, a pretty good game, but we have a really good shot of walking away with a win there. Um, that's going to be a brutal game because that's a football team that has absolutely the, – the program has turned the corner. They're outstanding, and in my opinion – they might have the best quarterback in all of college football. I know everybody will point to USC and say, no, it's Caleb. Yeah, Caleb's great for a lot of those reasons. He's also surrounded by nothing but four-star, five-star guys. At North Carolina, this kid, who's a very young kid, May, is an unbelievable quarterback who, uh, un- what, what makes him unbelievable is he's still very young, and yet he doesn't throw interceptions. And it's that's going to be a huge challenge for the yep. Gophers. And then you got Michigan. Then you've got Ohio State. We have everybody back on the schedule, and uh, that's not always a good thing. 
<laughs> yeah, no. No, it's not. Not when you got to go to Wisconsin late in the year. Uh, let's head yeah. to the phones now. Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. we got Steve on the line, wants to talk a little bit of Gopher football schedule. Good morning, Steve. Hey, guys. Hey, Pete. Uh, you, know, you know what Pete's nickname is at my office because of his gopher love? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is this okay? This is Uh-oh. a family no, show, no, no, Steve. No, no. It, 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 it is. Very, <laughs> okay. No. Sun, sunshine, sunshine pumping Pete. But that being said, <laughs> hey, I, I, was down in Cedar, I was down in Cedar Rapids on business last week, Pete, and I got to tell you, from what they're telling me, Iowa's defense was unbelievable last year, and despite losing Campbell and the cornerback to the pros, it's going to be even better. And they got a Michigan quarterback transfer that was in the playoffs and the tight end from Michigan and an Ohio State four-star wide receiver. So is their offense going to be Air Coriel? No. (laughs) But if if the Gophers think they're going to go down and finally beat Iowa and Kinnick this year, honestly, I think they're dreaming. They got at North Carolina, at Illinois, at Ohio State, at Iowa, and then Michigan comes to town. Your man Fleck predicted they were going to win championships. This is his last chance to win the West. Ain't going to happen, my friend. Not going to happen. <laughs> last chance to win the West. Wait, what did you call him? Is it su- what was the Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine Pete or Sunshine Pumping Pete? I forget what did yeah, he say. Yeah, sun- that's it. That's it. All right, we got <laughs> no, two that, nicknames that's... for Pete. The stock yeah. market star and Sunshine Pete. I like them both. <laughs> well, that it's very fair. And 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 anybody who listened last year, I know Steve did. Uh, Iowa. I I have always had not a fear of Iowa, but but I respect the heck out of what that team does and their defense and what they do on defense. Every single year, they just reload. And he he's a hundred percent right, Steve. You are a hundred percent right because. Yeah. Our schedule is brutal. Last year was the opportunity that that the Gophers had to really shake things up, and we didn't do it. We played well, but we didn't do it. And you know, we've lost a lot of players. I mean, that that that's something that you know, Dave and I were talking about even uh, before the show. Well, I was saying, you look at the transfer portal. We've lost eleven players, but we only gained three. And were they impact players? I think to some degree they definitely were. We, we, we lost Trey Potts. He's going to Penn State. We lost Trill Carter. He's going to Texas. You got Dylan Wright, who w- w- had up and down because of the relationships and so forth behind the scenes. But he was a great receiver. He just had other things going on. Now he's at TCU, and I think he'll do very well down there. Big receiver like that. I think Kelly Manis would really like to have a guy like that still yep. on the roster. But um, across the board, when I, when I look at this, it's going to be tough. I, I even think the starting game against Nebraska, because it's a new coach, because he's wanted to make all the changes that he's been able to do so far, if they have progressed, that will be a game. Let's say we win that game. I think North Carolina is going to be very difficult. Northwestern's never easy, even though, you know, people look at them as a as a team that we could take out. But you've got Michigan, you've got Iowa, you've got Purdue, Ohio State, Wisconsin. It doesn't look pretty. Uh, it's going to be a battle this year for the yeah. Gophers. And, you know, a younger quarterback. He's he's gotten a lot of time last year, but he's still a young quarterback. We'll see how that whole whole thing comes together. But, you know, I have confidence. I think P.J. is a, a great coach. I think he does a really good job of distributing within his coaches. But we also lost coaches. So, yeah, you know, right. that's that's another issue. And and I loved our running back coach, Kenny Burns. That He's going to do a great job, I think, at Kent State. Wonderful person. I think he's going to do a great job. He recruited a friend of mine's son who's going to be there as a freshman. Um, 
he'll do great things there, but the Gophers have a very different schedule this year than they have before. So if you're if you're Sunshine Pete, am I Cloudy Day Dave? Because I I feel like this is the first. Well, it is. It's the first time in a long time that we have to talk about essentially a new quarterback and a new running back. You know, Mo Ibrahim is gone. Uh, uh, Tanner Morgan is gone, and so it, you know is. <laughs> Those are two – everything that you said is correct. To me, the biggest question is, what is this offense going to look like? Yeah. For the first time where you don't – Tanner Morgan, we all know what – we always knew what Tanner Morgan was. We, he was a very good game-managing quarterback. He was never going to you know, necessarily throw for 400 yards and rush for another, but, but you, could, you always could count on him. He was always what you were going to get. I think Kaliak Manis – has the ability to be a game-breaking quarterback. You and I have both talked about that. Uh, getting and, and I think the fact that he got that real playing time last year is super helpful for him. And But who is he going to throw you know, who is he gonna throw to is a big question. And, and what's the running game going to look like? Because one of the things that well, you know this, Pete, the, the running game is what makes the passing game go. And Absolutely. so what's that going to look like? Well, they've yeah. turned on the music here. We are rocking out at Target Field. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> this schedule is, is, is a tough one, man. I mean, you host it Wisconsin is. late in the year. Per, at Purdue doesn't scare me. But when you look at some of the games that they get at home, at least that's something. You know, you get Illinois at home, Michigan State at home, Michigan at home. Um, so there's – but none of it's easy. And no. to open up right out of the gate with Nebraska and, and Scott Frost, holy cow. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you, Kelly Manis is um, a special player, I think. Now, does he have enough people around him? Well, the one person that we've forgotten to mention when we talk about re- re- reloading and everything, yeah. how about Schmitz, our center? I think he was a six-year guy or That's something. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so, been there, yeah. Him so and he's Tanner Morgan one. both have doctorates, don't they? Right, Probably yeah. at this I point. mean, <laughs> those holy guys are going to go right into retirement. Yeah. But, it's going to be tough. Um, I love – we have a great tight end. 
uh, span forward if they do the right thing, and I think Ethan's going to do that. I think he's going to find him far more than other quarterbacks have. You know, it's you go to your tight end. That is always the go-to guy. And when you've got a guy with that physical structure, that's going to be great. I think the offensive line is going to be solid. Autumn Bell, you've got Daniel Jackson. You've got a lot of different kids uh, on the team. I know that there's guys still poking around in the in the the portal, though. Yeah. And that kind of bothers me because, uh, you know, I would like to know who we've got going onto the field week one. And I don't know that the players that are on the roster right now, I don't think all of those players are going to still be with the Gophers when we actually hear that whistle go. That's the transfer portal for you. Uh, I, what, I'd love to, what do you hate more, load management or the transfer portal? Oh, load management all day long. <laughs> <laughs> you it's are just not nothing. fair. We're fans, man, right? I mean, if yep. we want to go to a game and, 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 you know, LeBron James is sitting out and you're That's going right. to the Lakers, I think you kind of wanted to see LeBron James you, play, right? You know I what, mean, my friend? Just... You are, if nothing else, consistent, and I, I appreciate that about you. I appreciate that. All right, we're going to step aside. They're rocking out at Target Field. It's a beautiful day. We're going to take a quick break, come back with the fast break on 830 WCCO. Let's hit this segment running and gunning. Time for a fast back and forth with Pete and Dave. We're calling Fast Break on the Huddle. Before we start that, yeah. Kramarchuk's just started cooking their onions. Oh, hey, man. Hey, don't, I don't am, assert my questions here. There may I be a food so question coming up. hungry. Man, oh, man. You're uh, taking all the wind out of my sails uh, before we even start this. Uh, that, I'm saving that for last. Okay, you know? fair uh, we'll start off with Pete here today. How about that? Right. Go for it. Pete, uh, we have not talked Vikings a ton yet, and we've got Alec Lewis coming up in the next hour to talk even more about the Vikings. But it seems like a foregone conclusion at this point that Dalvin Cook is probably not going to be on the team this upcoming year. He's, he's probably going to be cut or, I don't know, I don't know if they can still get trade at this point. That seems pretty unlikely. That, along with the Zadarius Smith trade to the Browns, has opened up $20 million in cap space, or right around $20 million in cap space for the Vikings. What are they going to do with that cap space, Pete? <laughs> well, what should they do with it is just pay Dalvin and let him be our running back. But they don't, they're not going to do that. So, uh, you know, I think there's, there's always the opportunities out there. What do we really need most? I, I still am sort of concerned on the defensive side of the ball for the Vikings. I think the offense should be pretty, pretty well fine, but... You know, when you don't have Dalvin Cook and, and you, you're kind of taking a winger out there to say, all right, well, uh, are we going to be able to run the football? I, and I, I, I don't know positively that we are. I, I think we've got okay running backs right now. I don't think anybody is anything close to Dalvin Cook. So um, here's, here's something to, to think about and mull over too. Uh, where does Dalvin Cook go? And, and I would say to you right now, who's got the most cap space? It's the Chicago Bears. Everybody keeps saying – He's going to go to Buffalo. He's going to Miami, and he most likely will. But what if he stays right in our division and he oh. goes to Chicago and starts running the rock on us? We have a problem on our hands if that actually happens. Um, gosh, I, you know what? I didn't think about that. What if we have to see him twice a year <laughs> with with the Bears and how they're loading up? Um, I don't. It's not really possible for them to to go afford DeAndre Hopkins. 
But, you know, you got money. You might as well spend it on something fun. 20 mil a year. I, th- I think they can afford uh, right? I mean, for You for just that. got a big a return. Are you going to be responsible and invest it in a, in, you know, in a nice payoff? Or you just go out and buy yourself a Corvette? Go buy the Corvette. <laughs> go get DeAndre Hopkins. And we'll obviously get into this more later on. Alec Lewis, eleven twenty next hour. He'll have... Mm-hmm. Much more inside information on what we're talking about here. And maybe maybe he's got some out-of-the-box ideas that uh, he's been hearing around the facility. Who's to say? Over to you, Dave. The Twins fans and writers recently and have been prognosticating a bit about the future of Max Kepler and whether the Max Kepler era in right field should be coming to an end and if it will come to an end. The longtime right fielder, he's not really been hitting very well. He's been struggling. Uh, defensively, he still looked pretty good. But then you've got guys like Trevor Larnick and Matt Walner who are tearing it up over in St. Paul and in AAA. Should the Twins be willing to move on for Max Kepler sooner rather than later? Um, I, you know, gosh, that's a tough one because you do you do have – I mean, Trevor Larnick has is, is been playing well. You're right. And, and um, he's going to push – Maybe there's a chance. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch because the team has had, I think, great depth this year. Maybe there's a chance you can move him at some point and get something in return. Uh, I, I don't think the experiment is over yet, but certainly a what's he? I'm looking here. What's he hitting? 198. I mean, it's it's not going well for him this season, and and he's had issues. He's had injury issues. Uh, he's 30. Yeah. So you know that's kind of a breaking point, right? That's kind of a you're in or you're out breaking point and so i would assume if you're just looking at the data which the twins love to do big analytics franchise right the data shows you that his best days are probably close to behind him so i don't know how much more you'd commit to him yeah Um, and and of course the the hope was this season with the shift ban he's an ultra pull hitter and maybe he's not going to hit into the shift as much that has not come to fruition for max kepler uh who uh, again we're, we're discounting Good right fielder. He's he can play that corner as well as anybody. Yeah. But uh, when when the bat's not going and some of those younger bats are coming up, they're going to push him. And, and yeah. at some point, you got to give those guys their chance. Yeah. And and Pete, I'm going to roll right into the next question here because sure. it kind of relates to what uh, Dave was saying there. Uh, the injuries have been racking up for the Twins. Bullpen lower down. Some of those lower down guys have been sticking it up. However, Caleb Thielbar activated before today's game, so he will be another arm back in the bullpen. Uh, the offense has been lacking, but the Twins are still four games up in the division, in this crappy, crappy division. A lot of holes, but four games up, that gives you a lot of opportunity going forward here. Trade deadline coming up. We just talked about Kepler a little bit, but what needs to be filled for this Twins team uh, at the deadline? Or... Do you think they're fine and they should just stand pat? I, I think they're generally fine, but I, I don't think it's a bad idea for them to make some sort of a move maybe for something to get the bats going a little bit better. I I don't have anybody in mind where they should try to go out and grab them, but I think if they can pick up somebody, I mean, when you look at some of what are, you know, especially you look at some of the outfielders, you look at center field, you look at right field, you see what these guys are batting, and you just shake your head and say, you know, you can't leave this up to just the pitchers all the time. That's that's how we're doing it right now. I mean, we really are. And the occasional home run is great, but like we talked about, uh, all these strikeouts and they're just they're just not hitting the ball very well. And because of that, 
I, I would try to at least add one or two bats. We did that last year with the pitching. That's worked out relatively well. Our pitching has definitely improved this year. We need some bats. We need somebody who can get guys on base, guys you know, moving around the bases, and we just don't have that right now. Uh, all right. My my only problem with this is they, they there's there's they have the bats they're just not performing right now to me that's and I, I hear what you're saying but when you have a team that has Buxton Gallo Correa Larnick Polanco Castro Farmer Jeffers Kirilov like Garlic those guys are it's gonna come around eventually to me what bothers me is that we you know especially we saw it yesterday. It's always that bullpen, that middle relief, and it, that if I was going to spend money, if I'm going to move someone, if I'm to, to get something back, I'm going for pitching because that's what I think pitching is what wins you in it, the playoffs. Uh, D- Dave, you just put Ryan Jeffers and Kyle Garlick in the in the same list of players as as Byron Buxton and Carlos. Gray. I just want to make okay. note of that. Fair uh, enough. I, and yeah, I mean, and there's of course the question too is. Uh, are those bats already there and they're just across the river? You, you ha- still have guys like Miranda, Julian, uh, Larnick, and Walner all playing over in St. Paul. Are those some of the answers there? And do you want to give them the shot over maybe trading uh, some pieces away? It's a lot of questions left to be answered uh, coming at the trade deadline because there are just a lot of moving pieces. Charlie, I, can players. I add one last thing? Absolutely, Pete. Absolutely. So this this thing with Correa and Buxton and you guys go through the, the – these guys are all basically batting right around 200. Mm-hmm. I mean, so th- that's a problem. We're now, we're, it's not the beginning. It's not the first 20 games. It's not the first 40 games. Here we are, you know, we've, we've got enough games going that we, we kind of know what we are this year. And unless something dramatically changes with all those guys, and I like them too, but that's a problem. Uh, you know, and, and, and those are our best hitters, right? Those are the yeah. guys that you're looking for, and they're just, their consistency is not there, and it's all or none, and that's that's bothersome. I, I'd love to see a couple guys get in there that are maybe two eighty, you know, whatever it is. Maybe they're batting closer to three hundred, but the problem is we are just having way too many strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Now I won't get into the weeds here, but uh, team OPS and uh, and OPS plus for most of the guys, not all of the guys, mm-hmm. has been better than than that batting average and, and right around league average. Not. Not what you want, not above league average, not leading league, not top five position, but not as bad as necessarily those batting averages look. And that's what a lot of teams um, and a lot of of people look at these days is is that OPS number. Um, Back to you here. Thank you, Billy Bean. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Back to you. We'll, we'll we'll finish it off with something fun. All right, a, a non Billy Bean. Yeah, let, no, I'm, that's the, that's a comment. That's a compliment. Listen, is, yeah. well, the A's Dave, used to be good. Go ahead. We are we you are at the ballpark. I am not. I wish I was. I'm down the street. Maybe maybe after work. I don't Come know. on we'll down. Yeah, why not? Well, I'll buy you a beer. Well, that's part of my question here. You were at the ballpark. You were getting all of the smells in. You said the Kramarchik's onions just mm-hmm. went on. You are walking into the ballpark for the first time in a season. I'm not saying you are, but theoretically, you're walking into a ballpark yeah. for the first time this season. What food are you getting immediately? Mm. And then give me a dark horse at Target Field Ooh. that you like. <laughs> okay, that maybe I love isn't this question. A normal, normal thing that people get. I love this question. Um, so when I was the really long answer, shocker. Uh, when I was a kid, and my dad and I would go to to Mets games. Uh, we literally that the rule was just eat what you want, right? Like that's why you that's part of the reason you go to the ballpark. It's because of all the foods. 
Um, but for me here at Target Field, I gotta ha- I gotta have a dog. You know, either a broad or a hot dog. It's I, it's not a baseball game if I don't have a hot dog, and if I don't have peanuts, gotta have peanuts. Maybe that's my dark horse, peanuts, because they're very they're underrated. But you know, I remember being a kid and how amazing it was that you could just throw your shells that's on the, the floor. <laughs> the it was, it, I mean, you're a kid and they're telling you don't have to you don't have to keep them in a dish and just toss them on the ground. Peanuts at the ballpark to me are the best thing you can have. You got to have peanuts, you got to have bratwurst, you got to have chili. You've got to have at least chili? a slice of pizza, sure. Chili at the yeah. ball game? Yeah. That's, that's risky. a new one. That's the dark yeah. horse right there. <laughs> There's the dark horse, a Murray steak sandwich. And believe me, I, Murray, I, when yeah. I say this, I'm not saying you have to pick. I'm saying each about every oh, yeah. two innings, you're going up and grabbing something else. I mean, that's that's the luxury and the beauty of the ballpark is you're having fun. You might need another cool beer. And, and when it's all said and done, you might be light a couple hundred bucks, but you had a great time. And, and heavy a couple hundred pounds. Listen. If I'm going to get chili, another, and then two innings later, I'm getting a steak sandwich. For the last four innings, I'm telling you, I probably won't be in my seat. You know where I'll be. Oh, brother. Good stuff. Good stuff. Charlie, is that the last one? That's all of it. All right. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, step aside. We will uh, take a break and go back to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and Text Line. Got a couple of texts to wrap up the first hour. You're listening to The Huddle on The Good Neighbor, 830-WCCO. Good jam. Good jam. Welcome back to The Huddle. Dave Schwartz, Pete Najarian, Charlie Weiss on a beautiful day. I'm down at Target Field. They got the tunes cranking. We're talking about all the food we'd eat. Um, Pete, uh, just got this text into the City's One Plumbing Talking text line, 651-461-9226 if you want to hit us up. Um, gentleman or lady, I should say, either one who texted us. Uh, helpful hint, get food at the ballpark early. The fast-paced game doesn't allow much time to be in the concessions line. So, Pete, will you still have chili followed by a steak sandwich followed by a hot dog? If if you have to wait, you know you'd miss a lot. Of, that's a lot of missed time. It is, it is, and they've sped it up, like we said. And it, 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 there's there's pluses and minuses to everything, Dave. <laughs> yes, there are, there are, and eating all. I'm just amazed. Now, granted, I mean you're you're a former professional athlete. Your metabolism is probably a bit different than mine. Um, but that's a lot. That's a lot at the ballpark. But I I dig it. Maybe um, I don't think I'd be able to do all of it. But I like your options. Well, you got to walk with me sometime at the state fair because that's uh, that's oh, I'm, something. I'm down to be... for that too. Are I'm, you, Charlie? All right. Can we do it this summer after one <laughs> of our shows? It. We're doing Deal. it. I'll be there at least eight or nine days for sure. That's always really? a lock for me. Oh, you I love the fair love, that oh, much? I go every single day practically. I've I I don't do every day, but I've I've come very close. I, I think eight or nine last year, um, and I'll stop by, you know, I'll see the guys at CCO, I wave at them, and Chad will usually drag me up there to do something or whatever, but, yeah. you know, it's it's always a lot of fun, and and you know what, right across the street from CCO, uh, you know, I know it like the back of my hand, I know every little place you can go to eat there that's fantastic. I found a an unbelievable food venue um, last year that I'd never seen before, it was just uh, uh, some steak tips that were Ooh. absolutely outstanding. Oh, and man. they were so good, and they gave you so many. And 
it's what that day is all about for me. Those eight or nine days are, I work out in the morning before I go there, but I go there and I walk up and down and I try to you get You got to get a good minutes. workout in, right? Like <laughs> burn some of those calories preemptively. <laughs> yeah, I used to sure. love, I loved going to the fair when we would do shows live there on the weekends, but yeah. the booth, you know, where we, the barn where we did our shows mm-hmm. was right behind the French fry stand, mm. which, I mean, you want to talk about a new type of torture. Oh, be I, behind I, I, the French fry stand and not be able to eat them. I would always, it never failed. It was my routine. I, we would do our shows. I would walk down to the pickle dog stand because oh, I had to have a pickle dog. Yep. Pickle dogs are the best. And then I'd grab French fries on the way out, and oh. they'd be gone by the time I got back to work. It was, oh, man, State Fair French fries. I am so, so hungry right now. Sweet Martha's. I mean, you know, yeah, all you that stuff. Yeah, you can't beat those. I, I, <laughs> It's phenomenal. <laughs> Those, the big, the big tubs of Sweet Martha's falling oh, out. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. Uh, we have a couple other texts here on the uh, City's One Plumbing Talk and text line six five one four six one nine two two six. Hey, Dave and Pete, on that football schedule, one game at a time. I love it. One game at a time, Pete. Uh, but you know, it's the, that's PJ's job to take things one game at a time. PJ goes one and zero in Nebraska week. 1-0 in North Carolina week. We look at the whole thing. That's our job. It's, it's to prognosticate about everything. Um, and then, you know, people talking about the transfer portal. And some saying that, that maybe P.J.'s shtick is wearing thin. That's not what I necessarily took away from that conversation. No, uh, and I agree with you. I don't think it has anything to do with P.J.'s shtick, his, yeah. his motivation, his way of getting kids to follow him and all that. I'll tell you what, uh, like it or not, guys, it's all about NIL. And you take a look at the, the, at the schools right now that had the, the most success so far in terms of grabbing those four- and five-star guys. They are the ones with the most money. It's LSU, it's yeah. USC, it's Florida State. I mean, you go through that whole list. Who has the deepest pockets? That NIL money is definitely, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. As a matter of fact, I don't I, really I, think it is a good thing. <laughs> I don't, think it's I don't a bad like thing. it. It just it gives me, Pete, it gives me an icky feeling yeah. in my stomach that college football and college athletics, to a degree, is just it's just commercial now. It's just yeah. it's business. Yeah, and that's I I, I like the days of seeing the kids that you didn't hear about because maybe they didn't get to go to the big time schools and you know they went to a northwestern or they went to a north carolina mm-hmm. uh, now it's you know it's only lsu bama and these where they have all this money it just icky really is the only way i can describe it i just don't like what it's doing yeah it's it the, the, i understand the idea the idea behind it was probably good in its conception but the problem is as we've gone through this now, they need to figure it out. And you and I have talked about this before, and yeah. I'll just be really brief, but it's, it's very much like crypto to me. When you don't have any regulations whatsoever and it's an unlimited amount of money, it makes no sense to me. And yeah. by the way, uh, do you think it's really a great idea at 18 years old that a guy can literally get maybe $8 million or you know $6 million? I mean, well, I, I, yeah. I can see a lot of negatives that go along with that whole thing. I mean, And I don't wonderful. even know that that's a good investment because you have no idea what that kid's going to turn out to be. Right. But maybe they don't and, care. Maybe they just and want you know it. What? You, They're hot you get at the to moment. keep the money, Dave. You get to keep the money yeah. even when you transfer. I mean, yeah. how about that? So, that's, you know. <laughs> see, that's going to be interesting because there's going to come a time here where a kid comes, takes the money, and then has to transfer. 
Yep. Interesting. All right, well, actually, that probably leads into our conversation top of the next hour. We'll talk about Gopher basketball and some of the recruits they are not getting. That's coming up next. We'll see you on the other side of this break. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.